Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Blair Dreesen, and on today's episode, we are going to be diving into retrograde season because we got seven planets in retrograde right now. And I've been hearing all these people just like flipping out about like, oh my God, it's, we're in retrograde season. There's so many retrogrades, blah. We're like, everything's going wrong because of the retrograde season. And so I just felt like, you know what, let's just like hop on and chat about this because if it's one thing I love to do is kind of just shift the perspective of things and have us start looking at things from a more empowering space instead of a disempowering space. And that's honestly what retrograde season is all about. It is this period of time that we are really being asked to just slow down a little bit, have a little bit more introspective um, introspection into our lives in certain areas of our lives, and just have a period of just this deep self-reflection in different areas of our life. And so this is really about redefining the retrograde season and redefining what working with this energy really means. And I really want to, well, before, let me just say, before we dive into this conversation any further, I am not an expert in astrology. Okay. I'm not, I'm just not. (laughs) Then this is something I love and I love to geek out on. I like to research. I like to go down the rabbit holes. Hello, my one line in human design. I just, I geek out on this kind of stuff. But I've never fully been in a space where it's something that I want to expand my studies in and get as, you know, some of my other astrology friends that I know that are really very, very knowledgeable in this. Um, I've just never felt called to go that deep into it. But I love learning about this kind of stuff and helping people just kind of understand um, a little bit more about astrology, especially when they start kind of geeking out around retrograde season. And I think the reason why I'm so called to this specifically is because, so for starters, I'm a projector. And I feel like for projectors, we kind of harness that retrograde energy kind of on a natural day to day basis. We are more here to really kind of look at the world at this different perspective. We really kind of overlook things and see things that a lot of times the other energy types just don't. That's just what how our energy naturally works. And we're here to guide the energy. And we're here to help support the energy and other people. And also this projector, I'm also an Aquarius. And I was also born during multiple retrogrades. So my chart is already filled with a lot of retrograde energy on top of being the Aquarius. I have so many Aquarius placements in my chart. It's like not even funny. I joked around just a couple of weeks ago that I am literally an alien or like I am AI in real life (laughs) walking around like that's me because it's so much Aquarian energy in my chart. And then being a projector, we, I just... This is just what I'm here to do is guide and support the other energy types, but helping them just see things sometimes from a different perspective. And funny enough too, some of the channels within my chart within human design are very much, this is what it speaks to. (laughs) It's like, this is what I'm here to do. So, um, so side note, if you heard me say like, if that I was born in a retrograde, yes, go pull up your natal charts, go find out on your the day you were born, or you can just literally Google it. 
what planets were retrograde on the day you were born. Very interesting, super freaking interesting. And I had like, what did I have? I wrote them down. So I was in um, three days after my birthday, Mercury went retrograde. So I was definitely in the shadow of it. And I definitely feel like Mercury retrograde season when people are flipping the fuck out. I'm usually like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, so things are going to get a little wonky with technology. Okay. (laughs) Like it just doesn't flip me out as much, I think, as other people. And I'm not one to sit there and be like, oh my God, I can't launch anything during a Mercury retrograde. I don't think there's anything you can't necessarily do during a retrograde. I think it's just more your intentionality and being aware of it and making sure you're just slowing down, crossing your eyes and dotting your crossing your, oh my God, no, crossing your T's, dotting your eyes is what I meant to say, dear Lord. Um, Here's Mercury retrograde in action. Is my communication right now? Maybe not the best. Maybe. (laughs) Is it going to mess up this podcast a little? Possibly. Is it the best time to maybe record this podcast? I don't know, but I'm still going to do it. (laughs) And if it comes out, it comes out wonky, If it, whatever it is, what it is. Like, again, this is where I'm not going to sit there and go, oh my God, I shouldn't record any podcasts during a Mercury retrograde because it could screw everything up. Like, no, that's not how we roll around here. Okay. We're just aware of it. And I'm going to laugh at myself because I'm like sitting here thinking, This is probably why it's even taken me a couple of days to get around to recording. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, I had Venus retrograde, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and I was also in the shadow of Chiron. So I had a lot going on in mine, which I also read in a book, one of the books that I had, like something like you typically, um, most people will maybe have like two or three retrogrades in their chart or less, but it's like, not nor like most people don't go over three retrogrades. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And they were like, yeah, if you have more than like three, apparently, then it can make you actually feel like, how did it say? Like almost like you recognize it, like you feel there's like this difference of energy between you and maybe the collective. And I was like, I mean, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I've always felt that way in a lot of ways, but I've always just been like, oh, that's just my projectorness and my Aquarian energy. But maybe it's also because of that. Who knows? Again, I really feel like I need to have an astrologer come on. I've had astrologers come on before and I'll actually link the one that I had um, down below with my girlfriend, Danielle. She's amazing. And maybe I'll just be like, hey, Danielle, you want to come back on the show and talk about this? (laughs) Because there's so much we could dig in around here. So anyway, so retrogrades, the best way that I can remember the energy that I want to be in when we go into a retrograde is I think of the RE, which is the beginning two letters right at the beginning of retrograde. And I think of all the other words that start with RE. So I literally wrote down a whole bunch of words. So reflect. Retrogrades are a time to self-reflect in the area of which the planet is retrograde, which I'll dive into that a little bit more because each planet has a different area of your life that it oversees. But anyway, so reflect, so self-reflect, reassess, redefine, refine, re-examine, research, right? So these are all things that we're being called in to do during a retrograde. And these things require us to relax a little. (laughs) See the RE, relax, reconnect, 
and essentially renew. These are these periods of rebirth. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, I, there's a lot of REs that we can throw around here, but this is how I remember the retrograde energy and what we are being called in to do when we're looking at all of these planets and we're thinking, oh my God, everything's going wonky. It's like, no, we're just being asked to slow down, self-reflect and, and just relax a little bit, reconnect more with our own energy and starting to just refine and, you know, renew in these areas of our life. Because essentially like the energy during a retrograde is the energy is being pulled inward. It's being pulled inward so that we have this self-awareness of these areas so that we can make maybe some better decisions in these areas. We can kind of like how I look at it is like we're bringing the light to the shadow. So these are maybe things that we were consciously aware of that we were like, I just didn't want to deal with that. And now it's being brought to the forefront. Where we're like, nope, now, now we got to face this. Now we got to deal with this, right? Or it's these things that we subconsciously just were not even aware. It was like not even on our radar, like hello, inner child healing, mother wound, father wound, all that kind of <laughs> subconscious reprogramming work, right? Like that shit just like comes bubbling right up to the surface. And this is our time to kind of like self-reflect on it and actually kind of like learn and grow and renew during this period, right? And so when we can look at these periods from this perspective, think of all the power and the healing and the growth that can happen. So many times we get stuck in the forward motion in the, I've got my eye on the prize. I got my eye on this goal. I just want to full steam ahead. I want to just hit this thing. I just, why can't I make it there already? And we're not recognizing that in order for us to move forward in a lot of things, sometimes we need to slow down and reassess kind of our path. Right. And again, this is where projectors, we're really freaking good at doing this for other energy types where we can kind of better see the flow of the energy. And we kind of pick up on like, oh, well, have you considered maybe tweaking this? Like, how does this feel? Or how does, you know, if we reassess the system and how could we maybe, you know, tweak this a little bit and refine it so it actually works better? And so that's again where the retrograde season is allowing for this refinement of our life and being able to actually move forward towards the very goals that we're wanting to. But sometimes we haven't realized that there's certain things, these hurdles that are in our way. And if we just took a real moment just to slow down, take a step back, take a moment to actually reassess the situation that we're going to be able to move forward in a more streamlined way, or we're going to realize like, wait a second, the path that I was going and the goal that I thought I wanted, that's actually not what I want. And it's usually in the slowdown and the re this reassessment period and self-reflection, that's when we check in with ourselves and actually figure out like, is this even what I want anymore? Like we don't allow ourselves that period of that time to really ask ourselves that. Sometimes we're doing things for other people. Maybe it's to make somebody else happy. Maybe it's because we think that's what we should be doing because that's what everyone else tells us we should be doing. Maybe it's a societal standard that we think we have to uphold. Maybe it's just family dynamics and family systems that we're thinking that we're continually having to operate from. 
And so retrogrades get to be this period that we get to look at all of the systems, all of the things, all of the stuff, lay it all out there and actually be able to like figure out like, is this what I want? And if it is what I want, then how can I refine it more and actually make it more, you know, more streamlined and smooth and, and make it work, you know, in a way that feels better for me? Because again, sometimes the way we're working towards a goal we're doing it in a way that society is telling us, our family has been telling us, other people are telling us, or we're just telling ourselves, right? It's that like ego voice that's coming in, you know, that's basically telling us, no, you can't do it. You can't do it that way. You have to do it this way, right? And so again, harnessing that retrograde energy can be really super powerful in this because it's allowing us to shift our relationships to the things. It's giving us space to do that, space to breathe, around this thing, instead of just kind of grinding through our day. And I think that's a lot of the, the issue is like some people, they're just like, I don't know why this is feeling so hard. And it's like, because you're pushing and you're grinding at something that one is either not what you truly want, or you're going about it in a way that you think you have to go. And there's a completely other way that you could go if we just slow down and reassess the situation. Okay. And, and, and really shift our relationship to the things um, that we're holding on to. So let's actually just kind of quickly break down what planets are in retrograde, what these planets, what, you know, what they oversee, what area of our life they oversee. And now that we have kind of this like better understanding of like what a retrograde is and how we can harness that energy, you're going to see here how powerful now this can be when we look at it from this new perspective. Now, again, I'm not going to go into like, there's so many layers of this because You've got your planets that are, um, they oversee basically an area of your life and then they can be in a, de depending on um, where they're at, it, it, it's within a different sign. And again, that, that I'm like, uh, like, I feel like my brain's wanting to shut down on that. Like, uh, 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 no, we don't want to go there. And I didn't even take notes on it because I was like that again, that's just not my area of expertise. Just know that there is more more to it. And I'm sure if somebody's <laughs> listening to this right now and they're like, I'm an astrologer or I'm really an astrology, you're going to, you know, go ahead, message me and tell me, be like, you didn't mention this and you didn't do this. And you da, 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 da. Like I, again, not an expert. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Not an expert. This is just something that I like to geek out on, especially when it comes to retrogrades. This is the thing that speaks to me. And this is what I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to go through the seven planets. Now, mind you, I did not list them in order of when they went retrograde first. That I'm now realizing. I literally just dumped them all out. Also, when it comes to retrogrades, we have, if you know anything about moon cycles and, you know, like a full moon has like a shadow period. So like the day that it goes uh, full, like the couple days before and the couple days after is called the shadow of the full moon. So you actually still feel the energy of the full moon within that shadow, retrogrades have the exact same thing. They have a shadow on uh, the front end and the back end, and each of them is different depending on the planet because each planet goes for different stretches. They're not the same. So some are shorter. So like Mercury is only like usually like a three week or something, I think, uh, window. So the shadow period for it is shorter because it's only in retrograde for three weeks versus like Pluto, that's a way longer um, retrograde period because it just the movement of Pluto as a whole moves slower than Mercury. So 
its shadow period is far longer. I don't know all the shadow periods. Again, this is where it's not my expertise of all of those things. I'm just going to give you the dates of when they actually went retrograde, but be aware that before and after you still feel the essence of it and the energy of it. And just to be kind of mindful of it. So first one we have here is Venus. Now Venus, this planet oversees love, beauty, relationships, finances. So think about that for a second. If you're being called to self-reflect in these areas, we're bringing the light to the shadows in these areas. This is where sometimes these little frictions we may be seeing in our love life and our relationships and our finances and beauty, things are being, they're bubbling up to the surface. Uh, before I dive more in, I forgot to mention the dates that Venus went retrograde was July 23rd till September 4th. So the interesting thing is, is what I have seen with Venus retrograde is I have seen like some wonky stuff going on with like, not me and my husband, but like other people's relationships. (laughs) Like my husband had something go on at work. I mean, I'm telling you, it was like a soap, like he came home and I was like, this was like something that would have been on like days of our lives is all I can say. Okay. I'm not even going to the full extent of it. It just sounded like something that would be on a soap opera. I was like, wait, what? And so I kind of chuckled and I'm like, oh, Venus retrograde. And my husband is so not into this kind of stuff, but he goes, oh, okay. So you're telling me because of Venus retrograde like this, it created the situation. He's like there, this stuff was happening long before Venus was in retrograde. I go, yeah, but isn't it interesting that it all came to light during the Venus retrograde. I go, that's what I'm chuckling at. I think like, oh, isn't that curious that here was this situation, this very like love, very wonky situation that he had heard about with his co like with coworkers that it was like, again, days of our lives situation going on that it literally, it came to light during the retrograde. So that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes it's these things that maybe that have been going on in your marriage that like, oh, now it's bubbling up and we're having conversations about it. Or um, I joke around, like I have been sitting there on on the beauty end of this. I'm like, I feel like I've just been having a bad hair month, (laughs) which I laugh, but it's like this, this is kind of how I look at like Venus retrograde in terms of beauty. We just might, this is probably not really the best time to go and like change your hair. But we have the feeling of like, I should go change my hair. I should go color my hair. I should cut my hair. I should like, you know, do something crazy with my hair. And that's just Venus retrograde energy just coming in again, just kind of pulling us to make maybe shifts or changes in our actual physical body, or we're becoming more aware of certain things with the physical body or just things like that, like our hair or whatever, our finances, relationships, all of these things. So again, it's not saying that something bad is going to happen during this time, right? It's just saying like astrology is a weather forecast. It's just letting us know that during this period of time, there is like a chance of rain, right? There is more chances for certain things to pop up for us to self-reflect on, re-examine, kind of reconnect with around those areas in our life. That's, that's all it's asking for. The second planet is Mercury. Most people know this one. Most people freaking blame it on literally everything. Though I do think it's comical that um, when this Mercury went retrograde, so it was August 24th through September 16th, my Wi-Fi went down like the day after. 
I just kind of laughed and I was like, Haha, isn't that funny? And we've had other really weird, wonky, like tech technology stuff going on. Um, and then I saw like, I think it was like Beyonce was in concert and like her microphone went out for like a chunk of time and like, couldn't get it to work. Uh, and this was like a, like, I think over the weekend or whatever. And then people were like in the comment section, like, ha oh, Mercury retrograde. And I laugh at it. Cause I'm like, that is kind of funny, right? That during this period of time, you may see more tech issues happen. So the reason why is because Mercury oversees communication. So communication, technology, we're also looking at like travel. Um, and so these are a period of time where most people, especially with Mercury, they deem this as like, don't launch something. Don't try to do anything, you know, on the internet. Don't, you know, like don't record a podcast because you're not going to be able to communicate properly, blah, 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 right? Don't schedule airline <laughs> tickets during this time. And it's like, again, let's pause. Let's rewind. There's another reword. Rewind a little and reassess the situation. It's not saying we can't do any of those things. We just could be more mindful during those, these periods of time, right? Like get to the airport, maybe a little bit early or a bat, make sure you're backing up all your information. Um, if you're creating something new, making sure everything is backed up and saved. Um, just being aware that if the Wi-Fi goes down, the Wi-Fi goes down. Like instead of it being this thing that you're like, oh my God, like it's the end of the world. Maybe it's calling you in to slow down a little bit instead of pushing and grinding. And you're being called in that moment to reassess. What were you working on during that period of time? Were you working on a major project? If you were, maybe this is giving you a period of grace to just self-reflect on the project that you have at hand and using that time that the Wi-Fi is maybe down to just kind of look things over a little bit, refine it a little bit, kind of reconnect with the intention behind the project and just kind of like shift the energy around it. I kind of laugh, like, obviously, if you didn't know, I had um, injured my wrist last, uh, well, like a week and a half ago, whatever, but I ended up in the ER um, on the day that Mercury went retrograde. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I literally had like essentially a burp. I had a burp coming up. Hello. <laughs> Again, communicating. I'm not going to stop this. I'm not even going to like edit it out. Life is life. Okay. Everybody gets gas. Anyways, <laughs> I went to the emergency room on Mercury retrograde. And let me just tell you things were just, it was wonky. The whole thing was wonky. It, 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 stopped me from being able to do, there were certain things I was supposed to do like that day, the day after, and the, the day after that. And I ended up having to pause a lot of things. And I just, instead of getting frustrated at it, which let me rephrase this, ha <laughs> rephrase again. <laughs> yes. It took me a moment to maybe reframe the situation. I was a little frustrated in it, but then I was like, you know what, but what am I, maybe if I just slow down, take a beat, pause for a second, well, how am I, how can I just shift my energy around this a little bit more and look at this as like, how can I just slow down a little bit more? And again, as a projector, I'm always being called to slow down on like a daily. <laughs> okay. Like this is just my life. Like I live in a perpetual state of enjoying a slowdown and how can I best maximize a slowdown? Because I don't think people recognize that in slowdown periods, they can have 
massive growth and massive success and do a lot of amazing things. They deem slowdowns as bad periods. And I am here to continue to keep getting on my high horse on it or my pedestal or my mountain or my whatever the heck it is, like my pedestal and like shouting from the the rooftops that like that a slowdown is not bad. A slowdown can be amazing. A slowdown is good. Let's stop saying that it's a bad thing or when we have to like pivot or change or, you know, do whatever, like that's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Let's just, you know, or when times we have to maybe pause. I wasn't a big pause period. If you've been around for a long time, you know that the last several years have been gigantic periods of pauses in my life. And I'm not going to sit here and, and shame myself about it because I think like, we live in a world that wants to shame those types of things. Everybody's talking about the grind, the hustle and how you can just, you know, work harder and push through times that are, you know, even if your life is falling apart, you should still be able to like 10 X your business. And I'm not saying that you can't, I'm just saying that you need to check in with yourself and decide like, but does that feel good in my body? Or is that, something, am I actually really needing to literally like pause all of the things and being okay with that? And not letting anybody tell you that that's wrong to do. Okay, gonna get off my high horse now. Gonna get off my pedestal. <laughs> Anyways, my soapbox. That was the word I was looking for. I was like, it's not high horse. It's not pedestal. My soapbox. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. Anyways, so the third planet that we have is Jupiter. Jupiter is overseas luck, success, the joys, and our life. The things that we're really super passionate about. So. Jupiter actually goes retrograde September 5th through December 31st. So technically we have six planets in retrograde right now, but we're coming into like, we're in the shadow of the Jupiter and Jupiter and like Venus are literally a day apart. Like Venus goes out of retrograde September 4th, Jupiter is September 5th. So, I mean, it's still seven. Okay. Like don't, don't come at me y'all. Like it's close enough, right? Because we're still feeling the shadow of Jupiter. So again, this is an area like we're looking at the things that we're passionate about, the things that we just love that literally lights us up. This is a period of time to self-reflect on them, right? Uh, number four is Saturn. That Saturn is about like structure and responsibility. So during this period of time, we're really looking at illuminating your biggest challenges in life. Right. We're looking at the things, these responsibilities that we have and the things that we're taking on and these challenges that we have and reassessing them and, and our structure, like reassessing the structure that we have. Like, so this can be, again, where people will be like, oh my God, maybe they feel like everything, you know, these areas are kind of like falling apart and it's actually really can be a rebuild. Hello with the RE again, rebuilding the structure, rebuilding these areas that we hold responsibility around or recognizing like, maybe this isn't where I want to hold responsibility anymore, or I need to release responsibility or, you know, I need to help release. <laughs> How do we not write some of these words down, especially release? Again, we're just, uh, looking at how like, oh my gosh, my lost my brain, my train of thought when we're looking at structure, right? Like sometimes we recognize that the structure that we've been building is not really going to sustain us in the season that we're in now or the growth that we're wanting to have. So maybe sometimes we have to implode it all so that we can rebuild 
right? And a stronger foundation and a stronger structure. Um, did I give the dates? I don't think I did. For Saturn, the dates are June 18th through November 4th. Number five is Uranus. Uranus, Uranus, am I saying that wrong? Uranus. Oh man, I can't with myself today. Okay, so Uranus is about innovation, change, and originality. Think about how that could be, right? When you're looking at um, reflecting in this area of change and originality. So the dates are August 29th through January 27th. Um, the sixth planet is Neptune. So Neptune is about inspiration, um, illusion, and mystery. So for this area, we're really, it's like a questioning of what's truth and what's illusion. And we're really searching for honesty during a retrograde within Neptune. Um, so the dates here would be July 1st through December 6th. And what I find interesting when I look at that, like with this question of honesty or questions of truth versus illusion and searching for honesty. And I think how that can be paired with certain things like with Venus or with Mercury or like all of the planets, right? Like you see how they can literally like coming together. That's why I'm like seven retrogrades. Like this is powerful. Like when they can all kind of like come together and all areas of our life, again, could maybe feel really overwhelming, but I think this can be really super beneficial, especially if we're looking at the plant, the seventh planet here, which is Pluto. Pluto is all about rebirth and transformation. So the dates are May 11th through October 22nd. Powerful rebirth, a powerful period of transformation. Again, it's going to come from self-reflecting in all of these areas of our life and really kind of like allowing ourselves to slow down and shift the relationship we have with the things that are in these areas of our life and just having a different perspective of things and not coming down on ourselves too much, not overstressing about certain things and just being like, this is just this period of my life. It's a season. Okay. We're in a season right now of this retrograde and how can I use it? Not just to my advantage, just that for me to have a deeper understanding of myself and being more deeply connected to myself and my purpose and my relationships with myself, with other people, my, my, just like with everything, right? So I look at this period again, powerful. It's so powerful right now. And so this is why I wanted to come on here, not to kind of like try to like really break down all of these things. Again, I think like having an astrology come astrologer, come on and break this down even more would be probably very beneficial. And you let me know, like message me be like, yes, please let's, you know, dive in deeper with an astrologer on this. But I just wanted to at least come on here and start the conversation and have you start looking at this season of your life from a different perspective, where right now in your life, can you shift your perspective? Where in your life could you slow down and just honor the process a little bit more and honor yourself. Where right now in your life are you being asked to just self-reflect a little bit more? Where in your life are you being asked to refine a little bit more? Where in your life are you being asked to relax? Where in your life right now are you being asked to reconnect? And just really dive into those. And th those could be journal prompts. Those could just be things to just kind of sit with, meditate on, whatever is kind of your thing to kind of jive, jam out with. But just sit with that for a little bit. 
And I hope that this podcast at least provided some good information, some support to you, kind of helped better shift the energy around the retrograde season. And if it did, for one, like message me if you have questions, message me if there's anything that you're like, ooh, I'd love to expand on this more. Or, oh, this was really super helpful or powerful for me. Or uh, share it on your Instagram, tag me, tag the, um, the podcast and share with your friends, share with your soul sisters, letting them know like, hey, come learn a little bit more about how we can redefine the retrograde season, how we can actually use it, you know, um, for our highest good. And then, yeah, if... Yeah, I was going to say, if you the, if this episode resonated with you, share it online. But I already said that. Oh, my God. See, this is what I'm talking about. Here's Mercury, Mercury retrograde. Communication. Can I talk today? Not not so well, apparently. But you know what? It, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to let it roll. It is what it is. Um, but thank you for coming and listening to the episode. Again, I really hope that this was helpful for you. I love you. Um, and I hope to see you on the next episode.